It sure is good to be in the Lord's house. I praise God for this day he's given us. Uh, been a wonderful day and glad to be back tonight. Been looking forward to it. And uh, got our preaching brothers with us tonight that we was telling you about might be here this morning. We was telling you might be here tonight. And uh, uh, preacher Tim Jones and his wife Kim, brother Tim's pastor of Mount Washington, uh, missionary Baptist church down by Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, glad to have them and their daughter Berlin. And uh, got uh, Zach Wilson, his wife Kayla, their daughter Emerson, and uh, uh, brother Zach. He's a young preacher that we just uh, had the privilege of help ordaining just a few months ago. And so we love uh, Brother Tim and Brother Zach and uh, their children and their families. And uh, It's just good to have them in church with us. And we got and I, when Brother Tim was sitting up here by me, uh, when folks was coming in, I was pointing out to other preachers that are here. I said, you know, if one of you fellows got it on your heart to preach to the preachers tonight, there's enough here to do that. <laughs> Not that any of you guys need preaching to. <clears throat> and, uh, but I appreciate all our preaching brothers, and uh, I'll just name them, uh, uh, Brother Bob and Brother Dan and Brother Charlie and uh, Brother Fred. I uh, appreciate you fellows. I'm glad to have you with us. And uh, I'm telling you, it's good to be in the house of the Lord tonight. And uh, a lot of times I'll read a scripture. don't feel like reading one tonight, but if you'd just like to stand with me, I'll start and have just a short word of prayer. Precious Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for your great tender mercies and God for your blessings and your marvelous grace. <clears throat> God, thank you for letting us be here tonight and for what we felt already and even the good fellowship we've had and uh, just the excitement about being in your house and looking forward to hearing the preaching of the gospel and worshiping. God, help us that we might worship you tonight in spirit and in truth, God. Uh, God, speak to people's hearts. Uh, Lord, we, we know that you can call in such a way that people will know that it's really you. And God, we ask you to call in great power. We ask you these things and we praise you and ask you to help us in Jesus' loving name and amen. You may be seated and we turn over to the choir. Brother Taylor. Page 17. <laughs>
page 14. Page 14.
I thank the Lord for those good songs. That's that's real good uh, choir singing. I appreciate the songs. And, uh, let me share something with you that I didn't share earlier. I gave all the names of our preachers that are here visiting and their families, but I didn't mention, when I mentioned uh, Brother Zach, I didn't mention his wife Kayla is also the daughter of Tim and Kim. And so that's another connection. You probably knew that anyway, but I sat there and I thought, well, I should have told them that. And uh, I didn't read the scripture earlier, but I want to I want to share one with you now. That's come on my heart, and I want you to think about this. Uh, in the twelfth chapter, of Second Corinthians, and uh, Paul's talking about uh, uh, I had a thorn in the flesh, and the messenger of Satan used it to buffet me. And uh, he said, uh, and I was putting this in my words. He said, I asked the Lord three times to take that away. And uh, down in verse nine, chapter twelve, verse nine, here's what the Lord said to Paul. My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. If you're here tonight and you've got some kind of problem in the flesh, and we all have some kind of problem in the flesh, but if you've got something, some weakness or some temptation or something that bothers you, and you think, oh, I just can't go to the altar, I can't get in church, I can't live for the Lord because I've got something wrong with me. God's grace is bigger than the problem you've got. And so uh, Paul was a great man of God, but he had some problems. Now, whoever you are, uh, you just got to come to God like you are and trust God uh, to help you with whatever it is you need help with. And so I just felt like sharing that. And so let's all stand for a minute. And everybody's got unspoken prayer questions. Show up by raising your hand. Okay. Somebody's got a spoken request to say what's on your heart. I'll say this, just pray, pray, pray. Uh, pray for this service and pray for these preachers. And uh, you fellas notice I left the mic laying there between you so you can it's reachable by both of you. And uh, let's really pray for them. I, uh, I'm just looking forward to hearing one or both of them preach. That'd be all right for me if they both preach. I don't care. But I just, I really feel like God's got a purpose and got a message for at least one of them to preach for us tonight. And uh, got a great crowd. And... Uh, I have, a, I have a burden tonight. I, I believe that there will be somebody here that, that God will speak to uh, in this service that you'll need to come to Jesus. Okay. So let's really pray. Okay. Anything else before we go to Lord in prayer? Right. Amen. Thank the Lord. <clears throat> right. Praise God. That's wonderful. Amen. Glad you got saved. I'm like you. Thank the good Lord. And folks, uh, we know this is true. Uh, this is simple, what I'm going to say. We're all leaving here. And it's easy to say that, but in our mind, we say, yeah, but that, that'll be a long time for me. Well, we don't know how long we got. And uh, we do know now's the day of salvation. Now's an acceptable time. And so when God calls you, Come while he's calling. Okay, anybody else got a request or testimony or something before we pray? <clears throat> oh, boy. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That's good. <clears throat> Amen. Remember, 
Remember John's family's brother and them down there where the storm's hit. Someone else. All right. Appreciate that. Someone else. Anybody? Amen. All right. All right. Help her pray for those she's got on her heart. Any more? We've got a lot to pray for. But God can handle all of it. If not, we're going to ask Brother Carl Atkins to lead us in prayer. Let's continue to be very prayerful tonight. Thank the Lord for that prayer, but let's just keep praying. Pray for whatever's being done in the service. Who'd feel like singing tonight? Got a song on your heart or songs, as it might be, just come and sing. Uh, or if you got a testimony, whatever God give you to do, uh, it's appropriate. Uh, when God really gives it, it'll be all right. Mind the Lord. Anybody? I believe they're coming. Let's pray for them while they come to sing. Mind the Lord. Pray, church.
may not own wealth or riches to behold. A little person in this world I may be, and I can't keep up with the times. I've got heaven on my mind. I claim Jesus first, and that's enough for me. I claim Jesus first of all. He will answer when I call. For I know that I must hold the sunset. Satisfied, great Jehovah, He owns it all, don't you see? And underneath His loving wings, I'm as happy as a king. I claim Jesus first, and that's enough for me. And oh, how precious! Is His grace when you know the time and place when you quit this world of sin down on your knees and once He caught my fallen soul now it's better felt than told I claim Jesus first and that's enough song. Anybody else feel like singing? Let's pray for Brother Barry.
God's amazing grace sent down from heaven rescued me from death and from shame opened up my eyes and brought salvation now I'm his praise his holy name now I know that he is mine and I'm his forever he is leading me along life's way he'll be holding to my hand when I cross death's river he will take the sting of death so sweet just to know I have Jesus with me he will keep me from sin and from strife he delivered me from condemnation now I have eternal life. Now I know that he is mine and I'm his forever. He is leading me along life's way. He'll be holding to my hand when I cross death's river he will take the sting of death away I sure thank the Lord for that good song amen somebody else feel like singing God's wanting you to. You're welcome. Anybody? If not, and we've mentioned this before, and it's very important, it's pray, pray, pray. Give, give your entire attention, your undivided attention. Listen close and pray with everything in you that is. Now, one of you fellows, come on. Amen. Thankful for the opportunity to be here tonight. Y'all give me a second here to, anybody got anything in their heart while we get this hooked up? Y'all pray for me. Be honest. Uh, if I had to guess, I'd say my pastor and your pastor conspired for this to happen. They blame it on the Lord tonight. Uh, we, uh, we just got done preaching up there at Plagueside and drove straight here. We don't have any anything planned, any thought on our heart, any message intended on to preach. The Lord just put a small thought on us as we sat there. So y'all pray for me. 
and I generally in that situation. If you got your Bibles, we'll turn over the 53rd chapter of Isaiah. Thankful for what we can feel already. 53rd chapter of Isaiah. Fifty-third chapter of Isaiah, third verse. And it says, He is despised and rejected of men, and a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid as it were our faces from him. He was despised, and we esteemed him not. Surely he hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God and afflicted, but he was wounded for our transgressions, he was bruised for our iniquities, the chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with the stripes we are healed. We're thankful for that. That's the reading of God's word in Isaiah. Just a small thought came in our heart as we sat there and they began to sing, uh, I'm thankful for the grace of God. I'm thankful for the mercy of Him. I'm thankful that one day Jesus passed by. You know, uh, the, your pastor over there read in the 12th, 13th chapter of 1 Corinthians there. And, yeah, but I read over in the 15th chapter when Paul says that I am what I am by the grace of God. Aren't you thankful tonight that you are who you are by the grace of God? Aren't you thankful that one day Jesus decided to pass by in front of you and decided to bestow His grace upon you one day that you were down in the miry clay, you were down in, in a stronghold in a way you never thought there'd be a possibility to get out of, but yet Jesus himself said, I have come for that one. I know where he's at, and I have grace to give him, but yet God said, oh, Paul himself said, oh, but oh, the grace is not in myself. Oh, it is in, nothing is in vain of myself. Vanity, vanity, but yet oh, abundantly while I may have labored hard in my natural self, oh, his grace has labored more than I ever could imagine. Aren't you thankful that one day that God himself Himself said, I'll give my grace down to Him. It'll labor more than anything you could ever do. Oh, it'll, it'll, when a Jesus is willing to pass by, somebody can get saved. Oh, tonight, no matter what situation you're in, no matter if you're lost, no matter if you've been at this a long way, He's willing to pass by. He's already passed by. He's already passed by in the songs. He's already given enough grace. His grace is abundant tonight, and He's willing to give it more abundantly to you if you just be willing to follow him but yet it's going to take some action on your part your pastor your great pastor it took action and work to make it this many years oh we're going to celebrate the work that he's been able to do oh through the service he's done and the work that he has done for god as we celebrate that next weekend is he is the man he is all because of god all because of the same grace the same salvation that came down into your soul one day you were lost and destined for a sinner's hell oh there was no real dues there was no start overs there was no going back, you would have woke up in a devil's hell. There's no help. There's no ones to reach out to. There's no God to pray to. There's nothing at all. But yet grace is nowhere to be found. Oh, but yet even in this day, oh, there's enough grace to save it all. Oh, there's enough flesh in us that will ruin the whole thing. But there's just enough grace in the very tip of His finger to satisfy it all. Oh, I read many times oh, what Jesus said, I bring something 
salvation into Zacchaeus' house, but yet it took work. Oh, and he said, I was on my way out of Jericho. You know, even in the last days, even if you think there's no more time with me, even if you think there's nothing left I can do from here, oh, he can take a great sinner and make it a great saint just like that. Oh, his grace is enough to do that tonight. Oh, even in that part, oh, but Zacchaeus heard he was coming away. He heard Jesus was going to pass by. He heard that one's coming. Surely he's heard about him before. You may have heard about him before. You may have heard of all the great things that he's done. You may have heard of all and seen great works that he can do. Oh, but yet Zacchaeus had to say, I'm going to go there. I know he's going to pass by. I cannot miss him. And so he took off running for that place so they could see him and see the grace coming hold in front of him. Oh, and he said, I will bring salvation into your house. But yet I read other times, it's amazing though, that every time that Jesus seemed to show up, He was on His way through Jericho. He was not coming back that way anymore. He said, I'm going through Jericho. I'm on my way to Jerusalem. I'm going to Calvary. I'll never come back this way ever again. Oh, so it's going to take some action on your part. It's going to take you be willing to humble yourself down and say, oh, your grace is sufficient tonight, Lord. I'll come and be exactly what you want me to be. Oh, I read with blind Bartimaeus when he humbled himself down. Oh, when Jesus passed by through the way of Jericho, he said, I went over here and saved this one. I went on the other side of the Sea of Galilee and healed this one. And yet they sent me away. They said, don't stay here anymore. Get out of our country. They couldn't realize and see the grace of God was working in front of them. And they wanted no part, but they sent him away. But yet he came to blind Bartimaeus. Oh, and when blind Bartimaeus called upon him. Oh, the blind beggar. He said, Lord, Lord, would you please help me? Would you suffer it so? And when the people tell him, they told him to hush his mouth. Why are you bothering him? Why are you coming to my Savior? Why are you getting in the way? Don't you know there's more work he has to do? Don't you know he's on his way to Calvary? Don't you know he doesn't have time for this? And the Lord says, my grace is sufficient. i got enough time tonight to give you everything you need. Oh, and when blind Bartimaeus came to him, oh, when he called upon him, he said, oh, Oh, and it will be done. You will be healed. Oh, and blind Bartimaeus, what did he do? He said, I gotta throw that cloak away. What's been comfortable to me? I can't hold on anymore. What's taken care of me my whole life? I can't grab hold of that anymore. Can you imagine being in that situation? You depend on your whole life on that cloak. Can you imagine being blind your whole life? Oh, you imagine with a throw of money. He uses that cloak to gather it together, to count it and get it. Take it with him. Oh, but now he can no longer do that anymore without the cloak. He can no longer be what he thought he should be. He can no longer go the ways he thought he was going to go. Oh, but the Lord said, I'm enough. He threw the cloak off and took off running. So tonight, tonight, the Lord's trying to pass by Jesus himself and says, I'm here. I'm in the midst of you. I'm walking through the corridor. I got exactly what you need. My grace is enough. If you'll just be willing to humble yourself.
myself and I think, oh, well, I don't need that tonight. Think, oh, well, this isn't for me. Oh, well, guess what? I've never been here before once in my life. Oh, so maybe the Lord knows exactly what you needed tonight. We had nothing prepared. We drove straight here. Had nothing wrote down. But the Lord pricked my heart and said, do you hear the songs? I'm trying to help somebody tonight. I'm trying to pass by and give them my grace. I can solve any problem they got tonight. Oh, even in your darkest of darks, even in the lowest of lows, God showed up and said, my grace is sufficient. Oh, Isaiah and them didn't understand what Isaiah was saying to them. How can you speak about one to come that hasn't been here? Oh, and Paul said, oh, I was born at the wrong time. Oh, and thankful even in the wrong time, even when it's the worst time you ever thought it happened, even if it's not where you thought it should be, even if you didn't think this is when the Lord was going to show up, he said, it doesn't matter what time it is, because when my grace shows up, I'm right on time. When I pass by the way, I'm right on time. I'm exactly what you need tonight. Oh, but Paul said, oh, but there's been ones. Oh, wow, man, not been born when he walked amongst the earth in the flesh in the form of a human. Oh, but yet even after his resurrected body, there has been ones that has been able to see him. Oh, Cephas saw him. Peter was able to see him. Oh, the disciples of 12 got to see him. Oh, the father and her men got to see him. Oh, James, Jesus, the brother got to see him. And last of all, he said, oh, Jesus passed by and I got to see him as well. Oh, even though he had already oh, been a crucified Oh, a buried and a resurrected Savior. He said, I got to see him and I got to move in his grace. So tonight, Pastor, we'll turn it over to you here in a second. The Lord's working, the Lord's dwelling. He's talking to you. He didn't pass by for no reason. He didn't choose to, maybe I'll go past here. He didn't say, well, I'll show up that church tonight, but I'm not going to show up at this church tonight. He didn't say any of those things. He said, I'm a big enough God that I can show up right on time. I can pass right by the way and give them everything they needed. Whether you're lost, whether you're a deacon, whether you're a preacher, whether you're a pastor, whether you've been in this way a long way, or this is the first time you've been here. Oh, he said, I'm still enough, and I'm still going to pass by, but it's going to take work on your part to come to me and I'll give you what you need. Come on, Pastor. Hey, uh, Brother Zach, I appreciate that message. Appreciate the preaching. Go ahead and come on and get us a song. While we're getting ready to get the song, everybody stand up. <clears throat> and, and I appreciate the message. Seemed like a, the central thing of the message that stands out to me, and it summed it up. He summed it up, Zach did, when I talk about Jesus passing through Jericho, yeah. and that poor blind man's on one side and a rich man on the other side. But, and, and what he said really stuck out to me. I'm coming through here. I'm not coming back. I'm on my way to uh, Jerusalem, and I'm on my way to Calvary. And you know, that's what happened. And now, when God comes by, when he passes by, we don't have the promise of that happening again. When God's Holy Spirit's talking to you, that's when you need to come. That's what Brother Zach said. Sing whenever you're ready. And whoever needs to come, please come. If God's passing by you, you need to come. Obey the Lord. Just come. Come to Jesus. I appreciate the message. God's grace is sufficient. No matter your circumstances, 
no matter who you are or what you are or where you've been or what you've done God's grace is sufficient and as brother Zach preached and he made the point over again when Jesus passes by it's your turn you can get him when he's passing by would you come right now come on whatever your need is whatever your need is he can handle it if you're lost if you're out of fellowship if you need to join the church whatever you need to do obey the Lord obey the Lord please obey the Lord please come brother Tim do you want to say anything Obey the Lord. Listen to that song. Just come and seek Him. You know what will happen if you really seek Him from your heart? You'll find Him. Seek and you shall find. When you really seek Him with your whole heart, you'll find Him. Obey the Lord. Come. God will bless you if you obey. The devil says you can't do it, but the devil is a liar. How can we do it, preacher? We can do it because God's in charge. He never asks you to do something without helping you do it. Please come. I believe somebody needs to come, and I believe you need to come right now. Please obey the Lord. Amen. Appreciate that song and uh, that phrase in there about my yoke is easy and my burden's light. Years ago, I had a man, he said, Preacher, I don't understand that. He said, I know some Christian folks, and he pointed out a, an older couple. It seemed like they struggled and had a lot of problems in their life and was in needy situations. And he said, how could the yoke be easy in a burdened light? And I said, well, they have Jesus in their heart. You can feel the Lord in them. Most folks worship God. They've been set free uh, from sin, and they're on their way to heaven. I said, I'd like rather be in, in their shoes than to have all this world has to offer and not have Jesus. So in that respect, his yoke is easy and his burden's light. Regardless of the troubles that might seem to haunt us and bother us down here, when we're free down on the inside and we have the joy of knowing Jesus, that's the best life there is. Okay. Now, do you want to say anything else, brother? Okay. Tim, you still, you can come if you want to. All right. I appreciate the, the preaching. And uh, anybody else got anything on your heart before we come to a close? I, pr- I really appreciate these men coming and uh, appreciate their families being with them. It is what a blessing this is. Anything else? Anybody's got any words or announcements? If you got anything at all. Oh, yeah, come ahead. Come on. I don't necessarily want to get in the, in the, come over here. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, I've, I've come this way to see my brother. All right. Good to see you, buddy. And uh, he's, they're going to have a celebration next week for him. I might not be able to be here. That's all right. 
but I want you to know how much you mean to me. Well, I appreciate it. I know that. And, and uh, I want you to know, church, how much he's meant to all of us. The pastor's pastor. And, and I was a little boy, uh, and Billy Thompson was talking to me a while ago about me. I still have the same haircut. <laughs> he said, I'll recognize you by the hair. Yeah. It's not all falling off yet. <laughs> but when I was a little boy, he was my first pastor. Yep, sure was. And I tell people that, and they said, how's that possible? You're from Kentucky, and he's in Ohio. I said, well, I was in Ohio. I was born in Hicksville, Ohio. Don't tell everybody that. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Terry and Linda was our, my first pastor and wife. Yeah. And I want you to know how special he is to all of us. And here we are now, 56 years later, still, still worshiping God together. Here, here we are still working hard to see people come to the Lord. He told me a man got saved this morning. And what a wonderful, wonderful pastor you've got. Thank you. And he's Thank been you. our pastor too, no matter where he is, even here. And I, I want him to know how much he means to me. I if I can't make it back next week, you're not going to not know that Tim Jones didn't love you. I know it. I'm, you're you're I'm, not going to know that Kim know Jones and our whole family doesn't adore you. I know that. And we know you're, I know that. You hush and let me say what I got to say. Okay. He doesn't want me bragging on him. But here's my chance to say something about my pastor. And we've got pastors all over the place, but this is the one I really call my pastor. I won't call anybody else my pastor, uh, but I'll call him that because he's taken me under his wing, not just as a little boy when I grew up announced my calling to preach. He was one of the first ones right in my corner to help me. He was one of the first ones when I had trouble as a preacher to, to walk me through it. He was one of the first ones to cry with me through some of my troubles that I had. And he was one of the first ones when God broke me and he made something better out of me that Terry said, I see God's doing something great in your life. And so if we can do one thing, we can celebrate somebody while they're still here. Yeah. I thank God for you, Terry Brock. Thank you. For being God's man always and being a help to all of us. And I thank God for him. I pray for him frequently. And he and Ken came down to an to a ordination that we had yeah. this past year for three young men. Yeah. And Terry, I said, Terry, I want you to take part. And I, I've kind of got somebody set to nominate you for something. He said, okay. And I said, Terry, I want you to do it different than you've ever done it. He said, okay. And when it came time to read them articles of faith, he said, you want me to read them to him, don't you? I said, no. He said, no. And he gave, gave me that look. No, you want me to read them to him, don't? No, I don't want you to read them. If possible, just give them the title. You did, yeah. They knew him. And he said, you sure? I said, I think I'm sure. <laughs> and Terry led our young men into probably one of the best ordinations I've ever seen. It was great. And uh, Blaine was there, and, uh, and he said, what's this article? And they didn't just read the articles, they preached the articles. I did, yeah. They preached and Terry them. Yep. took part in laying his hands on them yep. as he did on me yep. and on all the men that I've been part of. So if I could say one thing is, 
Church, uh, we ought to celebrate our pastor while we've got a chance. And I might not get to see him again. It's been at least 12 years since I've been up here. Maybe somewhere, somewhere in there. Right. I can't remember. Right. But I love you, Terry Brock. I love you too, brother. And I think you've been a great help to my life. Thank you, brother. And, and I, I would applaud him uh, all the days of my life for his great ministry and the work he's done. I appreciate it. And being all there right. for us and preaching revivals for us and, and being there when our kids were born and, and helping us through. So, uh, church, you've got a great pastor, and I know you know that. Thank you. And I thank you all for letting us borrow him sometimes when he comes down. And, and I know some of the deacons of the church said, are you going to another revival? Yeah, let us let us borrow it for a while. Let's keep him young. Oh yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Tim Jones. Anything else? It's good to be here. All right, pray for the service Saturday. Pray for our services Sunday and Sunday night. And uh, keep praying for the lost and those that's needing to move. And, okay. Mighty sweet. And, uh, okay. Well, that's having been said. Uh, instead of uh, having a dismissal prayer, just uh, take all those things with you and you're at liberty to go. <laughs>